really let's own our power. Let's understand that we have seeds of greatness within us, and uh, let's not allow um, other people to define or you know to define us and tell us who we are. And uh, let's just start celebrating our wins, whether small or big wins. Let's just uh, let's be our own cheerleaders, and that, that's something that I struggled with. But I think once you start being your own cheerleader and you start. Um, you know, you start liberating yourself as well mentally, uh, your mind and soul as well. Be who we are and do us and not other people. Welcome to Why She's Winning with your host, Christy Rutherford, a master of office politics and self-care advocacy. Christy's clients have received over 10 million in salary raises in a pandemic. Surprised that women are still getting paid during these challenging times? It's possible for you too. You can have it all if you believe you deserve it. Christy and her guests will assist you with that. Let's get started. All right, welcome back to Why She's Winning. Today we have Tuli, just an amazing, an amazing human being. Tuli is Tuli was born and raised in South Africa, and she spent most of her time in Soweto, which is one of the biggest townships location with diverse cultural backgrounds. And it is notable for some of the historic events, such as the June 16th uprising. Tuli relocated to the U.S. as a part of her work assignment and is operating within the HR space with a multinational company. Besides her professional title of absolute rock star, Tuli is a mother, daughter, grandmother, and sister, and she's passionate about life traveling, family oriented, and impacting those people around her, and in general, spreading her love and light. She strongly believes in transferring and imparting knowledge, and kindness is one of her greatest virtues. Welcome, Tuli. Thank you. Thank you. So, I want to go to what made you. Okay, let me. How, how am I going to say this? What was one of the things that happened that made you decide you needed to change and do something different? So what drove you to want to work with me and to be coached? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a great question, um, Christy. And uh, I think one of the things that I had uh, that drove me really to seek your uh, support in terms of coaching uh, was around, I could see that um, I was sort of losing myself. Uh, because sometimes what would happen, you know, in our lives when we encounter some of the, um, you know, some of the events, you know, you encounter some of the events that may shake your core foundation and you end up like um, losing who you you are as an individual and you start developing other patterns or habits that would start to make you feel that probably you, um, you know, you're not, you, you're not um, worthy of, mm-hmm. of some of that you have as an individual, you start doubting yourself, you start questioning a lot of things, or you start developing some of the negative things, especially having like um, negative internal dialogues within yourself. So that's one area that I needed to start working on to say, this is not really who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a positive person. Uh, whatever that has happened does not necessarily need to change my core essence of my being and in order to be able to start reclaiming my voice and i needed to tap to somebody that would be able to uh, help me to channel my energies in the right direction in terms of understanding what are some of those deep rooted seeds that probably i have allowed to uh, infiltrate 
my thinking, um, the, the way I view myself, um, uh, you know, and how that is impacting me as an individual. Hence, I decided to reach out to you. And when I saw your, your advert, um, really, I think I was just drawn to that and said, okay, let me just reach out to Christy and hear what he has to say. When I had a call with you, it really what we discussed, it really resonated with actually what I wanted to achieve and what I, you know, uh, what I had envisaged my life or to, to be uh, going forward. So I was really content about uh, our first call and also the journey that we are currently in. So talk to us about losing yourself, right? So it's not necessarily, this podcast isn't necessarily about working with me, although I'm awesome. It's really about giving women insight on the journey of, where they are right now and where they can be. And it, and the way that I want to use this platform is a lot of women feel trapped in their misery, or we think yeah. that we're too old to change, or this is the way that it's going to be. And I'm going to die here. So my hope with interviewing you and, and other people that I've worked with and some of the other guests that I have is to say, it's never too late to change. So talk to the ladies a little bit about, how is never too late to change? But what was that? Was it one thing that said, you know what, I need to change right now? Or was it a series of things that led up to that one or, or to the phone call? I would say it was like, um, it was more like a series of things that has happened, but it was more or less um, similar pattern because what I would experience around, because that's something that I really struggle with was um, like self-doubt you know, um, was one of the things that I really struggled and which is uh, in, in the past I had, I think I'd, I thought something that I had really dealt with and I have overcome, but I don't know whether being in a new environment when I relocated to the U.S., I started, you know, feeling that sense of, uh, you know, self-doubt of, you know, am, am I doing the right thing, you know, particularly when it comes to my profession as well. And if I commit a mistake, I would tend to bash myself and be too self-critical about myself and start also, you know, overthink some of the decisions that I was taking, you know, really not trusting um, some of the decisions that I was making as well. And uh, because of that, I could see that this is now becoming a circle, you know, and uh, I'm really becoming... Um, demotivated and and, 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 and and unhappy as well, you know, as an individual. And I wanted to see what is it that I can do in order to change that current state so that I can be able to reclaim my voice, gain to a, to a self of, of, of having that confidence. If I make decisions, I would be, you know, being proud of those decisions that I, I have, uh, you know, taken and without having any regrets or doubt. And one other thing that I really wanted to, probably I felt that it was also lacking. It's it's the honesty and, and, and not being true to myself, you know. Uh, so I wanted to ensure that I'm more transparent so that, you know, people can clearly see who I am. And then when, when I'm, I, so that when I can also show up, I'm able to show up being authentically me and not trying to uh, mimic other people and also not try to get that sense of validation because that's one other area that I struggled with. I wanted, you know, to be accepted. I wanted to be approved. And, you know, I wanted uh, people's opinion mattered uh, over and above what I, I, I you know, what I viewed as, as important things for myself. So I wanted to make sure that um, I'm able to liberate myself. I'm able to reclaim my voice. I'm able to, uh, you know, to not take uh, people's affirmation and validation as, as being a true reflection of my 
of of of, of who I am and, and just uh, being my own cheerleader. You know, being my own cheerleader and and and, and celebrate me as well. Um, so that's one area that propelled me to seek, um, you know, um, your guidance as well to say how do I navigate this process? How do I really uh, achieve that um, objective of, of of really being able to be uh, my authentic self and, and and be able to speak up? You know, it's interesting as you were talking. The when people's opinions matter. Um, you're losing sight of what you really want. Women are conditioned, apparently, in South Africa as well to be people pleasers, which is huge here in the U.S. And your new environment, because you left South Africa and you came to the U.S., so a new environment only exasperated what you weren't taking care of. So I think about when I left my career and I got this cray-cray boss, my forest was already on fire. So he just really threw lighter fluid on a problem that was happening. And so I was going to look for it, but I think we'll just move forward. I read an article very recently that talked about, it was a, a dean at a, at a prestigious university from South Africa. She resigned because she wasn't ready for the resistance that she met in her new environment. And then I wrote, she should have called me. And I wasn't <laughs> saying it arrogantly, but I was saying it because she wasn't prepared to manage the new environment. And this rolls right into a lot of women want to be promoted and they want to get raises and they want to get to the next level. But until you do the work on this level, if you're unraveling on this level, the next level is really going to make you go splat. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. And, and, and that's a true, um, you know, that that's true because um, sometimes we, as women, we may really aspire to take, um, uh, leadership positions as well, but I think sometimes when we are faced with a lot of opposition and uh, also not uh, understanding how to navigate some of those political uh, dynamics within the organization and how to, you know, to to make your voice um, heard in those spaces, it becomes difficult for you to be able to sustain yourself in that particular environment. And I think also one other thing that we tend to struggle with, uh, I would say uh, myself as well, is is that as women we want to, to we tend to want to be validated, and we have the belief that we, in order for us to be seen, we have to prove ourselves to show that you know I deserve to be in this particular role, and that's how we want to end that respect. And when we don't get that uh, validation and we don't get that respect, we tend to doubt our capability. And I think now with us going deeper and understanding really what are my strengths, what are my weaknesses, how can I get um, you know. How can I pass this barrier of trying to um, please people, of trying to uh, prove myself? But how can I make sure that I'm able to display my talents in a manner that is, um, you know, in, in, with humility, but also being able to um, showcase, you know, what I can offer without me trying to compete maybe with some of the um, my male counterparts or some of the women that are probably ahead of me in, in their career journey. But how can I just draw on, on my own strength in order to be able to showcase and be authentic in showing what I can offer and, and, and bring uh, forward? So I think that's one uh, thing that I would say maybe as women, we need to really understand who we are and what we can offer and really 
not doubt ourselves. Even if, you know, we will commit mistakes, but we understand that you can learn from those mistakes and move forward. So that's what I would like to encourage a lot of women, that it is not the end of the world if you commit mistakes. And uh, it's a learning curve. All of us will learn from there and we have to move on. I love it. I love it. Like I think about office politics and I say I assist women with getting promoted through office politics and self-care. Really, it starts with the self-care because once you become rooted from within, you're able to play the politics and you're not even playing politics. You're just showing up to be who you are. You're playing politics when you're trying to people please or you're shrinking or you're distorting your energy to make somebody to like you or you're playing you have these psychological mind games that are going on like i don't know if this woman wants to compete with me i don't know how i'm going to show up i'm going to go into this meeting i don't know how what they're going to think of me do they like me am i being arrogant you know so once you just become rooted in becoming comfortable with who you are you're the same person no matter which room that you're in that's so profound. I like that. Just be who you are, irrespective of the room, irrespective of the, of the table that you sit in. Because I think people want to see your, you know, your 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 originality or your your, your authenticity in, in how you handle them, in how you deal with issues. They are not really interested in um, you, uh, you know, um, being. I would say, you know, as a lioness or being uh, aggressive or being. No, they are not interested in that. You know, yeah. So a lot of people talk about authenticity and it's until you get back to who you are. It's not even who you were. A lot of people will truly think that I need to discover myself. And I say, you don't need to discover yourself. You need to remember who you used to be before life put you in the headlock. Tell the ladies what are one or two things that you did that made the biggest shift in, in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, starting the journey of really remembering, as you're saying, not really discovering myself, of remembering who uh, Tuli is, I had to really do a deep dive. And, and I think I like uh, your program, Christy, because it's not something that is um, really uh, like that is you just do at the surface. Yeah, it's, not, just, it's not shallow. No, it's not shallow. No, we're not playing. Yeah, no, it's not shallow. And, you know, when you when you get into a program, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, this is just going to be an easy peasy uh, thingy that I will just do and, and get away, with, you know, <laughs> with it. And then when you start really taking, doing that deep dive, you really discover that this is something really that it's so core to your being and uh, the the spirituality as well that is interlinked with the programs for me it's so so resonated with me because i'm very spiritual so when i got to get some of the materials that really had to reinforce uh, the principles that i have learned around my faith and and to say how does that also shape uh, um, uh you know my being as well so i think your program in terms of how it helps you to just do that digging understand understand what are some of these that the seeds that you have allowed to 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 gather some of the weeds that have drowned uh you know your positive um, 
you know, your positive seeds, how do you then resurrect those seeds so that they can come out and flourish and that you can be able to show up truly as yourself? Um, uh, and, 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 and hence we say being as authentically you, as we say, but I think it's, it, it goes beyond that because we're talking about something that has been uh, probably those things that you have forgotten. Some of the things that your, your greatness, you know, um, uh, your great uh, attributes that you have that you have sort of forgotten about and, and, and how you were able to reach some of your goals and how you were able to impact some of the people around you because of some of those attributes that you have. And uh, I, I think your program has helped me to be able to uh, really regain a sense of who I am through just doing that uh, deep dive or digging um, those weeds that were really suffocating and killing um my, 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 my positive seeds. You talked a little bit about the spirituality piece and there are a lot of women who feel disconnected from the creator, whatever you want to call it, the universe, God, the creator, whatever. But a lot of people feel disconnected from the supreme being or the source because they're really disconnected from themselves. Does that make sense? And so once you're able to get reconnected with Thule, then you feel the grace that was always available to you. He would never leave you nor forsake you. He never left you. You left you. Woo! <laughs> and and <laughs> that is so true because as soon as you lose yourself, I think all we, we understand that, uh, you know, uh, the kingdom of God, you know, we are the kingdom of God. We, you know, we are God ourselves. So once we start losing uh, who we are, we really dis get disconnected to, uh, you know, to our maker or our creator or what they call, you know, but to me, that's my God. Uh, so once I disconnected with my God and I started losing myself now because of, you know, uh, I started um, forgetting who he really says I am, you know, and once I started... Um, Gaining that, um, you know, that faith of saying, okay, I understand. Yes, maybe I might have been shaken by these things, but I was not supposed to be shaken by those things because I need to understand that he's, all, he's always been there and he's, you know, he will remain being my center as well and my source. I say God as well. So I'm not, I'm not the person to be like, well, you know, you can call him whatever you want to, but you can, right? Because a lot of people, people are fighting for the same word but we won't go into that on the show so you talked about being in tune with god and i wanted to wrap that back around is when you lose yourself you lose the connection and it's the perceived connection and then there's also a difference too between we know what the scripture says and then actually living it people quote scripture all day but I'm like, but have you become the scripture? So what have you learned through your journey of the things that you used to say now, the things that you are? I, what, and, and, and that's one of, you've just highlighted one of the critical aspects really that, you know, we would say that we are really, um, we have, we know our foundation, we know the scriptures, but to actually leave those, the, the, the scriptures and also to understand what's the meaning of those scriptures uh, as well, or what they mean to us and what they mean to those people around us uh, as well, uh, it, it might be a different story. But I think as you start um, 
really looking at yourself as you start digging deeper. And I think the materials that, you know, we have had an opportunity to, 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 to review through the program as well. Uh, you know, a lot of the, 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 the materials that, uh, you know, form part of the program are more centered around some of the great, great, um, you know, um, people or writers as well who have, uh, had their foundations as well, you know, you know, through, um, the principles of the biblical principles as well and how they have used those principles to harness their lives so that they can be at their level best or to take them to the, to the next level of their lives. And I think in absorbing those, um, you know, learnings from them, it has also helped me to get a better perspective really of understanding the scriptures and be able to, to, to live, uh, some of those scriptures as well. And I think I want to just touch on one of the significant things that, um, for me, um, I have struggled with. I would say, yes, we understand that the Lord said we must forgive, you know, forgive, we must forgive those who, who hurt us and, and so forth. And I would say, okay, I have forgiven. You know, I, in, in my mind, I've told myself, I have forgiven. You know, I've moved on. I don't have to be worrying. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm content. But I think I was just saying that, that I have forgiven. But um, in actual fact, um, deep down, that uh, subconsciously, that uh, transformation has not uh, did not really um, has not really taken place. And I think during the program when we were going deeper and trying to you know deal with some of those um, under underlying um, factors that maybe are uh, sort of impacting one to fully really explore the forgiveness that one is purporting to be saying I have I have really achieved. Uh, so when we started doing it, I, I started, I understood really that, you know, I have the power, the power real of forgiveness, um, lies with me. And if I forgive without expecting anything in return, that's not necessarily going to help me, not, not going to hurt me, but instead it's going to help and liberate me and, and, and heal me because I would, I'm doing that out of my core in understanding and, and, and fully, fully, fully saying, I forgive you. I forgive you no matter what, whether you will give me, uh, I will get an apology from you or, or whether you, recipro you reciprocate that forgiveness back. It really doesn't matter. I'm doing what is right. And as, uh, as they always say that if you don't forgive, it's like you, you taking like a poison on a daily basis. It does kill you. But I think, um, with this journey of mine, that was one of the huge transformation of really allowing myself to truly, truly, truly forgive without expecting anything in return. And I think that's, that's what it's, that's, that, that's what we should always be striving for in life. Just do, you know, being you, doing things without any expectations. And I think it frees all of us from any, um, heartache, heartaches as well. Uh, it, it just allows us to be the givers that, you know, we expect it to be, we can, you know, we can freely give love, we can freely give kindness, we can freely give a smile, we can freely give, you know, all those seeds or those fruits of the spirits that we're supposed to um, build our life around, you know. I love it. When I think about forgiveness, we do a lot of shallow forgiveness where we say it, but we really don't mean it. You be like, I forgive you. I can't stand you though, right? Like, or some people say, I forgive you, 
but I'm not going to forget. I remember when my friend was telling me about the forgiveness book in 2014 or 15 or something like that. And I was like, man, I did that already. I didn't wrote some stuff down on paper. I, I work with Oprah and I'm, and I'm, and I tear it up and then I burn it and I send the smoke out and I say, woosah, woosah, woosah. Right? <laughs> you know, so, so I've done the forgiveness rituals. I've, I've been on the mountain in Glacier Valley, British Columbia with a, an Indian chief that they're like beating the drums and they got the incense and we're doing forgiveness. Like I've done a lot yeah. and still there is, there are different levels to it. So going to you when you finally forgave, which it wasn't, it wasn't easy. When I was like, you need to forgive somebody. And you were looking at me like, ain't they ain't no way I'm not doing it. And I, and I was digging in on you. I am a person who holds high achieving women accountable. I'm not going to let you leave my care without being changed. And however you want to call it WWF, I'm going to rest you down or I'm going to grind on you until you do, because what I wanted and, and what I said was, I want you to forgive because I want you to see who you are on the other side of it. Talk to us about that process of when, you know, I talked about it and there was immediate rejection, but then on the other side of it, two weeks later, you came in looking 10, 15 years younger. We all noticed like, and now we call you Thule Buttons, like Thule... <laughs> Julie the DA is 20 years in the face in like two months, all through forgiveness. What has the impact been for you in your life just, just by forgiving? It, it has been huge. It has been huge. And I, I must say it was not an easy task because I remember the session that we had. It was, you know, I think we had about four ladies in the call, on the call. And it was just, yeah, I, I felt like I was going crazy and I was... I really couldn't. And I remember leaving that call feeling that, oh my gosh, what did I just sign up for? And, uh, but I must say, <laughs> I must say the encouragement, I think that's one, that's one other thing that I'm, I'm, I need to really commend the program and say, you know, in that you get to interact with really women from diverse works of life as well. Uh, and, 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 and in the support structure, it's, it's, it's so great that, you know, you don't, you are not in a place where you'll be judged, but you are in a place where you have other women that uh, listen. And, and also share some of their experiences and also share some of the, uh, impart a really great, great advice, which is something that I really took uh, on, on that night. And also for, from your end, just being firm, you know, to say, you know, you have to do this. Unfortunately, you, you know, you don't have an option in this instance. You have to do it because if you don't, there's no option. There's no option. You have to do it. You have to, you know, because if you don't, then you are sort of uh, derailing your, your your progress and your breakthrough, your breakthrough as well. So for me, that message hit really um, uh, home. And uh, I remember you even sent me a text message, a text message post that um, I post a call to, to just to encourage me as well and to say, but I'm giving you a timeline, you know, when you, when we convene again, I want to hear that you have really, <laughs> I want to hear about what you have done, you know, have you taken the step? And yeah. And, and then from then onwards, really, I also deliberated on, uh, what, you know, should I do it? Should I not? But I just had to take it on my stride. 
and um, uh, confront the child that was before me as well. And uh, I decided to forgive, you know, send a text and just say, you know what, um, I just forgive you and and, 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 and no explanations uh, in terms of who, the reasons and, and so forth. It was just, I forgive you. And, uh, and, and that was it. And I must say, on that day, I say that I just felt a really, really a lot of weight of my shoulders and I felt so, so, so free and liberated in that sometimes we tend to make uh, small things, we create the, you know, the, we create yeah. them so, so, so huge. And, uh, and I think that's also what sometimes do tend to impact, you know, or, or you know, impact our, our lives as well in, 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 in a lot of areas as well, because we are looking at these tiny things and just we inflate them to be bigger or something that we cannot confront. I just felt, oh my God, I could have done this a long time ago. But I think what was stopping me? Is it pride? Which is true. It was pride as well. And I'm not going to do it because somebody has not really um, apologized. But it is really important, that important, that really I'm, I'm, I'm willing to um, lose myself and lose who I am because I cannot forgive. So it's not an easy thing, but I think you sometimes you need to get that push. Once you have that push and you you've really overcome whatever the res- the, the, the resentment or the, the resistance of you really forgiving, you you're able to see a different perspective about people, about yourself as well. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a, a quite a change. A lot of people they say I, I look younger. So uh, I say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I look like a, I'm a teen now, so I'm uh, okay. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, that's a blessing, and that's a breakthrough from um, just being able to release some of the some of those toxins that you know you tend to harbor because of the resentment, because of the bitterness. And these are some of the things probably that you are not aware of, mm-hmm. or we do read about them. We do hear people, you know being preached or being said in a lot of platforms, how those things tend to impact you. But I think once you are faced with a with a particular uh, situation that really requires you to do that, that's when you draw the lessons. I love it. I love how you're looking at it now, because that night when we were talking about it, you were burning a hole. I never forget it. You was burning a hole. Like you was like, nah, your fingers was tight. And your eyes was tight. You were like, I can't stand you right now. Like you were just like, ain't no way I'm not doing it. We were laughing, not laughing at you, but we, but when you could see yourself and, and your resistance. And so it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror, but when you have people who lovingly support you right on the other side of it, but that night, that was the biggest mountain. So I talked about how the scripture says, if you tell that mountain to go throw itself as throw yourself into the sea, it shall be done unto you. So that issue was such a mountain. And now you're saying it's such a small thing, right? It was so little once you got over it. And then you look back, you're like, I can't believe I thought that this was the biggest mountain ever. And that was a pebble. But now looking at all your other challenges are now small as well, because you got past the thing that that you thought would kill you. Yeah just taking um taking a step so tell the ladies how you feel after the the you know because the the forgiveness piece like there there are certain components in everybody's process where one or two things really and it's your individual thing that's going to set you free 
But when you forgave, you came like, you know, you glowing like a glow stick. You know, you initially looked 15 years younger. Immediately, everybody was like, oh, my God. And then it's 20 years. And now today we're like 25. So Tuli's now like 21. But how has your quality of life changed after forgiving? It has changed uh, immensely, I must say. It, it has changed in terms of how I view um, life and how I really interact uh, with people around me as well. And I think some of the things that maybe would offend me uh, now, I you know, I look at them and say, "Oh my gosh, I know, you know, I would be offended by this," and uh, and, and and I would react probably in a very different manner. But I, you know, when some of those things happen, I just laugh at those, <laughs> and I just laugh at those, and 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 really move forward without uh, letting those things to uh, really impact me as well. So I think in terms of just being, um, you know, self awareness. That is really um, that. That forgiveness has helped me as well to 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 sort of gain um, a more um, self awareness of, of, of some of the things that maybe I'm more aware of that maybe happen around me, being with my my family, my kids, how I engage with them as well, um, how I try as well to be less. I like to have control over things and also control over them, but I'm I'm just learning to allow them to be who they are. And um, you know, and not really um, try to 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 be too controlling as well. So I think for me, the forgiveness has helped me in that way. That I'm, I'm really trying to inculcate a really different habits, uh, particularly in my, my my life, that will ensure that I still have that calmness and peace uh, in, in in peace that I I I had. You know, uh, exude. You know, I would normally exude in my life. So I've tried to build on some self-care practices as well, meditation as well. I've tried to build some of those also inculcating my spirituality, my spiritual as well on, you know, daily um, uh, conversations as well. So that's what I've tried some of those habits just to try and, and make sure that I can enhance my quality of life. I think one of the things that has also shaped me as well, you know, through forgiveness was just being decisive. If I being decisive and being intentional about if I want to do something, really let me, I don't want to be overthinking about it. Um, I just have to make a decision and, 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 and live with the, that decision without any regrets because that's something that I really struggled with, you know, before um, embark on this journey. So that's one of the things that I'm trying to really uh, deal with stop overthinking, be decisive and being intentional in, 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 in your um, decisions and don't regret, um, take everything as a learning uh, camp and just move forward and, 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 and don't really harbor any um, regrets uh, afterwards. So that's how my quality of life has improved, just by instilling those habits, being self-aware. You know, self-awareness has been critical, um, just uh, embedding like uh, meditation as well. Um, also, you know, um, having that spiritual um, play, daily planner and, um, my, you know, yeah, as part of my uh, daily routine, the routines as well. I've joined the gym, but I'm still trying, you know, we still trying to make sure that we get there. But it, I, I do do some like um, minor stretches there and there, which is something that I do at least even if it's twice a week. But uh, I think that's one thing that I was really happy about because even joining the gym, uh, we just, I did not even think about it. I, I thought about it, say, okay, I'm going to 
joined the gym this weekend and we went on and signed up for, for the gym. So which was something great. And it's something that is also, you know, I've done, which is something that I would not have done, you know, but, um, that, that, that's something that is, it's really special to me. That also was something that is out of the box. And I would think of myself, uh, in, you know, in prior time, in prior years or prior, because I'm very conservative, I would not have thought of doing, <laughs> of taking that leap of faith. So my quality of life has really changed. Uh, Post forgiveness. I'm just, you know, like living life as it, as it, as it is today. And I, I like this motto that says, um, all we have is now. All we have is now. We don't have any other time, you know. So I'm trying to really capitalize and maximize on the present moment as, as possible as I can. I love it. You touched on something that was so good. And I think it's a challenge that a lot of women have in the workplace is once you we're able to forgive, right? And just let baggage go. Really, that's what it's about. It's it's letting go stuff that happened in the past that you're carrying with you into every day. When you could be offended by what people say to you is because you're holding on to offense. Like if you're holding on to the baggage of offense and to the thoughts of offense, yeah, everybody's going to be able to trigger you because you're in pain and they're just adding to your pain. And when you let that stuff go and people say stuff, you just kind of look at them and you're like, yeah, you're, you're not as offended, which is shocking to yourself yeah. because you're like, wait a minute, wait, I didn't, I didn't get mad. <laughs> you know? They didn't, I'm confused because I would have set it off a month ago and now I'm like, I don't care. A lot of women are creating their own barriers, I would say, to senior leadership because by the time you become a senior leader, you, you guys, you carry so much baggage that you're going to set it off at any moment. Give the ladies a little bit more of a deep dive into your, whenever you let go of the spirit of offense because you forgave, now you're just, and I made that connection, seeking more ways to feel good. That is true because I think um, when you really live on offenses, you are not really... It drains you. It it just makes you uh, a horrible person, as well. And 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 uh, you 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 really become far removed from who you are as an individual. So I think now I just uh, you know I laugh because w- when somebody offends me, I just look at them and say, okay, you know, I, I don't know what 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 drove them to do what they do. But You're having a bad day. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care to them into pay more more a lot of attention to what they have done. But I think what I'm just, just trying to do is just protect my spirit. I don't want to you know to allow anything that is really going to um, contaminate my spirit and take me back to where I was before. And 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 I think it, it's also it's time. You know, once you allow time to 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 heal you it, it, that, so it helps you a lot to be able to deal with some of those um, challenges as well that as an individual you sometimes be um, prone to uh, and also just your self-awareness I think for me that self-awareness really of saying um, I, I don't have to you know to, to be bothered by what they are doing uh, is this really important you know, how does this affect me in a way? Does it really change who I am? It doesn't, you know, and, and sometimes you, you, once you start looking at things in, in that manner, it frees you as an individual because you really understand that 
my happiness is not really dependent on somebody else. How they treat me is not a reflection of who, who I am, but it's a reflection of who they are as an individual, you know. So I don't have to be really paying attention to those. And I'm not saying in a, in a very ignorant man, in manner that people would really take you for granted, but I think sometimes we really have to be vigilant because people can be uh, really uh, intentional in how they want to make you uh, feel and, and intentional in how they want you to, to to react in those things so that they can go back and say, I've done this, you know, I, I've got that individual, you know, look at her now, she's mad and all of those things. But uh, really, it's understanding that we have the power, you know, of controlling those things. We don't have to be controlled by uh, some of the external things that really we experience. And that, 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 that takes time. It comes with time and it comes with understanding yourself and learning, um, you know, what are some of the tools that you can employ in order for you to be able to really uh, counteract those um, actions. You know, we, we know we hear the saying that hurting people hurt people. And Eckhart Tolle calls it pain bodies. So if I'm in pain and I'm mad, I'm going to come now and inflict pain on you. So now we can have shared pain. So, and this can be people who are at work, but it also works with, with friends Tuli, where I'm having a great day. And then you call me and then we start talking about our shared dysfunction and our shared trauma. Now we both miserable. When you talk about the self-awareness and I, and I wrote down when you find joy, you, you don't want to let it go. You're like, you know what? I I finally tapped into a feeling that I haven't felt in a long, long time. There is no way I'm going to give it up. <laughs> I don't care what happens. I always say, do I have to come down off my unicorn to address this issue? Right? Because I ride unicorns. And, and if I got to get off my unicorn to come and, and address it, it's not worth it for me. Like this, We're just going to ride on by and we're just going to see what happens. So, yep. so tell the ladies, you're, you're guarding your spirit and you're guarding your joy. What other things do you want to add to that? Because I know you got something to say. <laughs> yeah, so I'm guarding my spirit. I'm guarding my joy. I'm guarding my peace of mind as well. You said time heals. And I was thinking to myself, Tuli, it's only been three months. <laughs> So do you or did you think that it was possible to change this much one ever, but then this much in three months? It's only been three months. Yeah, no, I I, I, I thought it was it, it was really I, I couldn't think that, you know, within three months I would see such a, um, a huge change, uh, I must say. Um, but I think because of how the program is structured. You know, because the first eight weeks, you are really just doing a deep dive. Going back, you know, what are some of the core or underlying issues that you're struggling with and just pivot into, you know, into other areas as well of your life. And and because of that holistic approach, um, uh, that's why the, the, the results have been so eminent within a period of three months. Um, and hence I'm saying time heals, but I think probably that's one area that I needed to deal with. There are other areas that I still need to tackle, which, you know, over time, uh, those will, I will also be able to see some of the positive results as well. But I must say within these three months, really there's, there's quite a, there's been an immense change that I have, um, I have observed within myself and how I, uh, I tackle stuff. I'm more calm. Uh, I'm more at peace. I'm no longer like, uh, fretting and, uh, overthinking. Um, I'm more relaxed, you know, which is what I used to be. But I think just 
you know, the new environment has sort of uh, shaken me a bit, but uh, I'm more content now and I'm, I'm really taking it one day at a time and then and, and living uh, for the moment. Yeah. Which I, hence I'm saying time heals, but the, you know, there's quite a, a lot of things that still, I still need to overcome. But for, for now, within the three months, I'm, I'm happy with the uh, results. Yeah, spirit, spirit understands we're never really done until we're done, until we expire. When you were talking about you're at peace, I'm content, I have joy, we're in 2020. <laughs> the year of everybody's going crazy. And I tell people all the time, my clients are chilling. Like, so what's the difference between where you are and how you see other people are responding in the world, what would you say is the biggest difference? I think the biggest difference, which uh, some of us will really struggle with, uh, I think with uh, with, with this uh, time uh, that we're currently living in, which has uh, sort of a lot of uncertainty, uh, a lot of fear as well, uh, you know, a lot of people because uh, they they don't know what tomorrow holds for them as well. Uh, and there's really a lot of fear around that. I think that's what we are witnessing, you know, during this uh, year of 2020 as well. But I think from my end, just having the, the, the faith, you know, uh, and, and, and trust that, you know, this is not permanent. You know, whatever that we've gone through, it's not permanent. Uh, it, it will pass as well. And I think it also boils down to uh, to your faith, you know, to your faith as well uh, that uh, grounds you to, 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 to understand that you have, uh, there's a bigger um, power that is uh, protecting us and there's a, we may not understand what is happening, but he, you know, he knows and he has the solutions for us. And I think once we understand that as people that uh, we are not, our own make our own making, but there's something that is bigger than us that is uh, really in control. We tend, we, we then we learn to surrender and and, and we learn to uh, to to trust, you know, to 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 give all to God to say, you know, just take control and and and, and we trust you and you, you you lead us. So from my, uh, I think from my end, just having that perspective and uh, that has uh, sort of helped me uh, in in navigating this difficult, uh, uh, you know, difficult period uh, that we currently, and I think also it was a blessing as well for us because probably if it, it had not happened, I would not have uh, had this opportunity really of engaging with, uh, um, you know, with, with you, Christy, and meeting you as well, you know. So uh, it, it was a blessing that uh, we had to experience or go through this period so that some of us <laughs> can also be able to uh, start getting back to remembering who we are, remembering uh, what are some of the things that really create or make us as well. How can we build on that so that we can have more energy and strength to to, to, to face the future or, you know, what or what lies ahead of us. So it, it has been a, a blessing, I must say. So, um, so I know we got to close because you got to go, but whenever, when I think about how, how crazy this year is, if you're rooted, you are able to get rooted or I would say greater rooted in your faith and your spirituality because you became more rooted in yourself. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people are having challenges with what's going on in the outside world. But when you have peace within, 
the outside world, you're like, well, if, wherever God takes me, I'm going to go. But it's hard to do that unless you get rooted back into who you are and just be silent and throw your hands up and be like, if, if this happens, I know it's all going to work out. It all works together for my good. And you start to believe truly what you've actually been saying. And you can like own it and stand it. And you be like this. No, everything works together for my good. Like what's going to happen? I don't know. But <laughs> It's going to be great. You got yeah. fired. Well, I know he got something better around the corner. So, um, uh, any last 30 second word that you have for the ladies? Yeah, I think um, what I can just say to the ladies, I think um, really let's own our power. Let's understand that we have seeds of greatness within us and uh, let's not allow um, other people to define or you know to define us and tell us who we are. And uh, let's just start celebrating our wins, whether small or big wins. Let's just uh, let's be our own cheerleaders. And that, that's something that I've struggled with. But I think once you start being your own cheerleader and you start, um, you know, you start liberating yourself as well, mentally, uh, your mind and soul as well. Be who we are and do us and not other people. All right, Tuli Buttons, thank you so much. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for showing up for the interview. Thank you for the insight that you shared. I know that, um, you know, millions of people are going to be touched by this. So thank you so much. Take care and I'll see you soon. See you soon. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review if you love this episode. Follow Christy on Instagram and LinkedIn. And don't forget to get her free gift by texting change now. All one word. Again, change now to 66866. Until next time, go out and win bigger.